0: Hello and welcome to the Tech Authority Podcast, episode 30. Today we're going to be talking about how to manage Windows updates in Windows 10. We're also going to talk about how to roll back a driver when something isn't working properly in Windows 10, how to shut down a computer gracefully when the start button isn't responding, the Petcha malware virus, the new one that's just been released a couple weeks ago and how to protect yourself from that. We're also going to give you an update on the live stream Mevo and the new platforms that it's now supporting. So to kick off, we're going to start off with the Windows 10 updates and how you can manage that. Okay, so there's a few ways that you can actually manage Windows updates at the moment. In Windows 10, you've got the ability to manage it three ways. There's automatic updates, there's notify for download and auto install, and then auto-download and notify for install. Now, these options vary depending on what version of Windows 10 is actually going through or whatever version that you're running on your computer. Now, if you have Windows 10 Home, for example, then you won't be able to do a huge amount of changes with your system. If you have Windows 10 Professional or the Enterprise version, then you've got a lot more options on what you can do on how you utilize Windows 10. Now with Windows 10 updates, there's a way that you can actually modify it even further. I know the settings in Windows don't really give you a huge amount of options on how you can manage Windows 10 updates. Really, if you want to do that properly, you need to do a different tool or use a different tool to uh, modify the way that Windows is managing the updates for you. Now, there's a program called the Microsoft Management Console, and effectively it's like using a group policy that you would use in a domain environment if you're at corporate level doing something in the business world. Uh, But if you're a home user, and you want that little bit of extra uh, manageability with your Windows updates, effectively you're using the same thing. It's like a local policy instead, on the local computer. And to do that, what you can use use is the Microsoft Management Console. And to do that, uh, if you click on Windows R and type in MMC, which is Microsoft Management Console, for short, .exe, once you've opened that, click on File, click on Add, Remove, Snap-In, select the local computer policy. Once that's opened, you'll get the ability to Uh, make some further changes so you've got uh, user configuration and computer configuration so what you want to do is you want to expand the computer configuration then expand the administrative templates then expand Windows components and select Windows updates from inside there. Now you've got two things that you need to change now you can select configure automatic updates change the state to enable and then select how you want Windows updates to impact your computer. So you can have it auto-updates, you can have it notify for download and auto-install, or you can have auto-download and notify for install, which is almost the same thing as the other one. But uh, I've got auto-download and notify for install. So what I want to do when I'm using my machine, I want to be told that, okay, there are Windows updates, available for my machine, do you want to install them now? And usually I don't want to do them straight away because I want to see how it's impacting other machines first. And then once that's, once I'm satisfied that I'm ready to go and install them, then I'll have that installed. So I've got the auto-download and notify for install turned on. There's another option that you need to change to make sure that you get these notifications to say, hey! By the way, Windows updates are ready to download. Uh, In the options, you've got turn on software notifications, and then you've got to make sure that you change the state to enable so that it is then applied to the computer. Then you can close out of there, save the console, and then that system will now be impacted by Windows updates and the changes that you've made. The other day I was at a customer's house trying to figure out what was going on with their machine and they had an issue with their computer where the driver was updating, something wasn't working correctly and uh, it looked like the computer just got into a mode where it was frozen, nothing was really responding properly, the start menu wasn't working, nothing was really doing anything. The first thing that I wanted to do is make sure that the computer was okay. Now, because the start menu wasn't responding, I had a couple of options to kind of shut down the computer and just restart it just to make sure that it was okay. Now, because the start button wasn't working, it makes it really difficult to try and get into the options to shut down. So, there are two ways that you can do this gracefully. Uh, the first way is to open Task Manager. Now Task Manager is a tool that allows you to see all of your processes running, what's running on the background, what's running in the foreground on the machine, uh, all of the applications that are loading at startup, and how the computer is performing generally, generally with uh, the CPU, the memory, the network, the hard drive, just an overview of what's going on on a machine. Now. To get that up, because I couldn't open the Start menu, I could right-click, but things weren't doing things the way that I wanted them to. Um, So the the shortcut for Task Manager is uh, holding on the keyboard uh, Control, Shift, and Escape. And that will then open the Task Manager window. Once you're in there, you can then click on the File menu and then select Run New Task. Now, what this allows you to do is you can restart things, you can run new tasks, you can change things, but I wanted to shut down the computer and restart it. Now, there is a shutdown command, so what I typed is shutdown space forward slash, which is the key that has the question mark on it if you're running a US keyboard format like we do in Australia, So, shutdown, space, forward slash, R, for restart, space, forward slash, F, for force, space, slash, or forward slash, T, for time, and I push space, and then zero. So, what this command is going to do for me is it's going to shut down my computer and restart it forcefully, and it's going to do it straight away. Now, I can change the the amount of time that I have to shut down the machine. I could give it 30 seconds, I could give it five seconds. I could send a message out to say, hey, I'm shutting down, but I just wanted to shut down and restart straight away. And when I pushed that into the um, command area, I then pushed enter and it ran and it shut down the computer gracefully. The other way to shut down the machine gracefully is not really a graceful way, but it kind of helps the process. Now, if your computer's really not responding and it's completely frozen, the only way that you can shut down the computer is by holding in the start button, or the, the power button onto your computer. Whether it's a desktop or a laptop or a tablet, if you hold it down and just wait until the machine turns off, usually it's about 10 seconds Sometimes it's longer depending on how old the machine is, but that's the easiest way to turn it off. Then you just push the power button in again and wait for it to start up. Now, if it has done that ungracefully, uh, it's going to take a little bit of time to repair itself once it logs back into Windows. So you can expect that it's going to take probably another three to four minutes to really kind of go, okay, I'm fine now. My profile's back together. Everything's okay. Nothing's really broken. Um, and Windows will start performing better now, because of the graphics up uh the windows updates that we were applying, it downloaded a new graphics driver as well. so I think what happened is is that when it applied the update, it got stuck, and the clock was stuck, and everything else was not kind of functioning the way it was supposed to. When it restarted, everything came back up as per normal, and everything was fine after that. So the graphics driver was working, and the graphics driver is the the driver, the software that tells the video card what to display on the monitor, which is basically the Windows desktop when you first log in. And that all came up fine, the clock was responding, it was all up to date, everything was fine. But what I found was is that Windows Update had applied a few updates, but then didn't complete the job completely. So, we then had to force the computer to restart for Windows Updates to apply. And if you got Windows Updates turned on in Windows 10, then it's going to take a little bit of time to uh, download those updates depending on which update was applying. And this one was applying the Creators Update, which is the latest update for Windows 10 that just came out recently. And this is basically like the old service packs. So it's a big update and it takes about an hour to install and I just let the customer waiting for the update to complete so I gather that it's all solved now and uh, he hasn't called back with any further problems so I think it's all fixed. Now if you happen to have Windows updates applying driver updates for you, you also might want to check that the update is actually going to function properly. I recently had some updates applied in my computer and I didn't see this particular update come through, but I have a sound card on my computer which is a Creative Sound Blaster ZXR, and it's got this little component that allows me to plug my headphones into. And I went to turn on my headphones the other day and the headphone jack Appear to be not responding or not clicking over from speakers to headphones I had no idea why and all I had to do was roll back a driver inside Windows 10 now to do that you got to get into the device manager and then find the right driver that wasn't working so I had a look through my Windows updates to see what had changed and there was an update for one of the sound card drivers. So I right-clicked the Start menu in Windows Ten, selected Device Manager, found the driver in the Sound uh, Control Panel for the Device Manager, and found the driver. Double-clicked on it, clicked on the Driver tab, and I had the ability to roll back the driver to a previous version of what was installed. Now, this driver that was available, that Microsoft applied to my machine, obviously wasn't working for my headphones. So being able to roll back is a really big thing, which means nothing really changes too much. It goes, okay, you wanna use the previous driver that was working for you, that's fine. And it applied the, the old driver, restarted my computer, and everything was working again. Drivers can be a little bit tricky and a little bit finicky in the way that they apply to your machine. Sometimes they work, sometimes they just don't. You have gotta be really careful with that type of stuff because it can break uh, things really quickly. Now, the other thing that I wanna talk about is the malware stuff that's been coming out recently. There's a new virus that's come out, or ransomware virus that's come out called Petya. Now, what this does is it targets the master boot record. And you're telling me, what is a master boot record? Basically what it is, it's the information that sits on the first sector on any hard drive that identifies how and where your operating system is located. So it can then load your operating system. So effectively what this does is that the ransomware encrypts the master boot record preventing Windows from loading. Now that's a big problem because the first thing that you want to do is you want to turn on your machine if you don't have any operating system you can't do anything at all. This is a really dangerous uh, encryption virus and it encrypts the disk. So as soon as it encrypts the master boot record you have hardly any uh, uh, option on getting your data back, because it encrypts the whole disk, uh, which is not good. Which is why you need to back up regularly and make sure that your computer is gonna work, you've got all your files, you've got access to everything. The only thing that I know that is actually preventing this uh, ransomware from coming on to my machine currently is, The Malware Bytes Endpoint Security. Now, this comes with Malware Bytes Anti Malware and the Anti Ransomware product. Now, it's a bit different to the home version. This is more of the business version and it reacts differently. It updates more often and it's an always active thing as well. So, when you're browsing the internet and it finds something that's a problem, it will let you know and it will then block it from actually hitting your files. So it's an always on protection, kind of like an antivirus, but it's a little bit different. It searches for the malware and the ransomware issues and prevents them from getting onto your machine in the first place. Highly recommend having a look at that uh, product, Malwarebytes Endpoint Security. I am a reseller of Malwarebytes products, and you can come through to me if you want a order Uh, Just send an email to podcast at techauthority.org and say, Hey, I heard your uh, episode on malware bias about the Petra malware ransomware virus. Can you help me with an order for malware bias endpoint security, please? And I will get you some details on that. The next product that I want to talk to you about is the live stream Mevo camera. Now, I've talked about this in uh, past episodes. Recently, Livestream have updated the Mevo camera to have extra ability to support other platforms. Now, these platforms are well-known. You might have heard of Periscope and YouTube. Now, you can broadcast to these platforms. Before, you could only uh, broadcast to Facebook Live and Livestream.com but now you've got the ability to broadcast to other platforms like Periscope and YouTube. And I'm pretty sure that we'll be seeing more in the future when Livestream updates. So Livestream's doing a lot of stuff here. It's uh, expanding the way that the Mevo can work for your business and uh, I intend on using that because I think that's a really good product. Uh, the only thing is, is that you can only do one stream at a time doesn't allow multiple to multiple locations which is a bit of a problem but that's okay i hope you enjoyed this episode you can catch another episode very very soon and we'll be releasing one next week thanks very much for tuning in we will see you next week bye for now